Kim. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, thanks. And hi to everyone else who is joining us here on Friday, December 23rd. Um, we are just kind of racing right here to the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> like a downhill skier. Swoosh. <laughs> Swoosh. <laughs> so I didn't say it, but welcome to Kick-Ass Conversations with Louise and Kim. Because that's where you are when you are listening to us or checking us here where you can see our faces. Um, we are glad that you're here. Louise, what are you celebrating this week? Oh, good grief. Um, we start, I, I know we start the same way every time. And then you actually just caught me off guard. Uh, what am I celebrating? Um, winter. I'm going to celebrate winter today. Um, because it is all around and sometimes you just have to lean into that space. I, yeah, I would consider that a brave celebration. <laughs> I can celebrate winter for like a couple weeks, maybe three if I stretch it and then I'm pretty much done with it. But that doesn't work up here. That It lasts longer than three weeks, doesn't it? <laughs> Um, I am celebrating that we are on the other side of the shortest day of the year because whoo, it, that is tough for me as the days get shorter and shorter and shorter and the nights get longer and longer. It is tough on this body of mine. Yeah. It's, it's different now that you're more North than what you're used to. And like it is impacting right? Our daylight hours and impacts our energy. It impacts how we show up. Um, all of these things, we don't often think about how that environment, how that daylight impacts us until it's gone, right? And it feels a little bit like a struggle sometimes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And it's funny because Chicago is only, I think two degrees, one and a half or two degrees south of where I am here in Montreal. So I'm not even that much further north. And I'm not going to blame my age because I won't do that, but it's, it is feeling stickier at mm -hmm. like it is, it's the days being shorter. And I think, I don't know, maybe it's coming off of you. We were talking about celebrating winter. Um, I am maybe my body's remembering how long winter is up here. Cause that is longer up here than even just down in Chicago. Um, you know, it is a full five months of winter and it's like, wow. Okie dokie. <laughs> sure, I can do that. Um, it takes it takes some adjustment um, to to the body and the yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It does for sure. Um, what are what are we talking about today? We don't have a guest today. It's you no. and I sitting down here um, beside the crackling fire. Let's just pretend we have a nice warm fire. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about today, Kim? So we're talking about uh, navigating uncertainty. And yeah, we intentionally, these last two um, episodes of the year, we are taking these last two just for you and I, just to kind of cozy in by the fireplace um, and, and check in with our listeners as we had for the first six months. Um, we will be rejoined by um, guests starting in January. But um, we are tapping into this idea of uncertainty today. And 
Um, I remember when we were talking about, is this really the timing for us to have this conversation? And um, yeah, I think it is. I think not only turning that page to a new year, which is filled with uncertainty, um, it's also a lot of people are, they, it's a struggle at this time of year. And it brings up those feelings of uncertainty and where am I in the world and where am I in my life? And um, so I do think uh, it is timely um, not the cheeriest of subjects to, at least on its face, not the cheeriest of subjects to be diving into just before the, um, before certain holidays in the midst of other holidays, <laughs> just after the solstice. Like, it's like, there's yeah. this time where light is being shown into the world and we're talking about uncertainty. What was it about talking about it now that felt right to you, Louise? Well, so it's a little bit about going into the new year, right? It often we're very um, resolution and goal oriented, you know, as the calendar flips. But also just thinking about holidays and having to navigate some of the unexpected things that happen um, can be really, really challenging. We get sometimes very focused on things landing a certain way. Um, we can stress ourselves out about, you know, kind of how are we showing up to our friends and to our family. And, and there's a lot of energy, I think, that we put into like this ideal that we have um, around the holidays, what it's supposed to look like, what it should look like. And when things don't go as planned, uh, it can really throw a wrench into not just that day or that plan, but it can get really, really sticky. And then it can carry on until your next day, your next week. And so that was kind of, you know, when I was thinking about topics for, for this week, um, it really is around like, how do we, maybe it's not about navigating uncertainty. Maybe it's like, how we go with the flow a little bit more. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's part of, that's one of the ways that we do navigate it because uncertainty is going to happen. It is certain that we will have uncertainty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. And um, you know, I like that idea of, of thinking of kind of life as this like river that's just kind of meandering. We don't know where this river is going to take us. And here we are bobbing along in our boat and sometimes we're in the rapids and sometimes there's some big rocks and sometimes there's a waterfall. That's all the uncertainty that happens. And yet when we're going with the flow, even if that means back paddling, I don't even know if that's the term for it, but I think you know what I mean. Like, mm -hmm. right, we're pushing against the current and turning and trying to re-navigate ourselves. That is part of going with the flow. Sometimes it's sometimes it is just bobbing along and sometimes it's, oh, wait, I need to do something active here to prevent myself from hitting that rock. Um, or I hit that rock and I deal with how do I put my boat back in the river? Right. Um, yeah. And, and we get stuck often in this um, planning, right? We plan, we plan. I don't know, Kim, have you been planning anything lately? Who are you? So for those in the know, uh, our daughter is getting bat mitzvahed mid-January 
And we are planning a destination bat mitzvah in that um, we're going back to Chicago for it because just timing-wise, when we moved up here, it made the most sense to continue to belong to our synagogue um, since through COVID, we were able to go online and we were able to continue that um, through our time up here. And um, yeah, so that's uh, January 14th. <laughs> so I am in the thick of all the plans and... Uh, already many of them haven't gone the way that I wanted them to or expected them to. And there's been a lot of that, you know, back paddling of, okay, if this isn't going to happen, then what do I need to do? Right. I'm not crashing. I'm not getting stuck. I didn't like run into uh, all of the bramble along the side of the river, but I am having to try and navigate my way through some spaces that are not feeling real great. Um, they feel sticky. They feel um, a little overwhelming for sure. And they feel like um, it, it doesn't feel in the flow. Right. Right. We're talking about being in the flow and it, it feels the opposite of being in the flow. And yet I know I can get myself into the flow. And I, and I do, when something feels super sticky for me in this situation, I, I start to recognize it's probably not the direction I'm meant to be going right now. Like if this isn't happening with ease, can I let it go? And can I find a different way? Right. So let me ask you, I think one of the things too, that we can get kind of hooked into, like the story we can hook ourselves into is that if it doesn't go this way, right, whatever this way is, this very particular way that I have, this uh, idea that I have in my mind, if it's not going to go that way, how, it's not just about letting go, but how do we get to the other side of it and not feel disappointed? Mm. Well, I feel like we were talking about this a little bit in um, the collective this week um, when we had an opportunity, we were talking about emotions again. And um, I think getting to that other side is, it is using the tools, the resources, as we talked again about last week as well with emotions with, with Kim Downey, it's using the resources that we have available to us in that moment without having to overly process what's happening. Because if we stop to think about, oh, what's happening? How do I do this? Da, 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 like Then we get derailed. Now we've added more on top that we've already been experiencing. But it's really about how do we, yeah, how do we figure out in the moment how we can keep moving forward, even though things look different? Yeah. Yeah. And resources look different, right? Like we don't have to just resource ourselves. Sometimes it feels like depleting sometimes if I always have to constantly like come to my own rescue, like be my own resource, like yeah. holy cow. Right. Um, but there are other things, there are other people, um, there are these environmental influences that can be resourceful. And so just taking a moment to say like, so am I in flow right now? Where can I or how can I get a little more ease, um, not push so hard through the crunchy? Maybe the crunchy is not a place to be, be pushed, right? How do we make it easy? Maybe it is. 
Maybe it's it's crunchy for a moment and it's easier on the other side. Maybe there's those rapids, right, that we need to navigate through to get to the other side. But maybe we're also on the wrong river. Maybe it, this isn't the the, the river that um, we're we're easy, like we're supposed to be flow. I don't want to use the word supposed to be, but maybe it isn't the the river. <laughs> it's not the river that's right. Now. That's right for right now. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe there's maybe there's a little um, offshoot that you can take. Yes. That's not a little bit for right now. Right. Yeah. I think, you know, when I think of, of the different times where life has felt really uncertain and particularly around planning things, but there's also that uncertainty where you haven't necessarily made hard, like you're not in the planning process or you're not in the hardcore planning. I'm thinking in, in relationships, whether that's a relationship with another individual or a relationship with an organization, when it's time to, when you recognize it's time to wind down that relationship, um, sell the business, uh, you know, close the business, uh, leave the job, even though you don't know what's next, end the relationship, end the partnership. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty that comes with that. That's not about planning because we assume we're going to continue forward with something. And we don't think about what it's going to when or how it's going to end. Everything ends. Everything ends in the way that it is today. And so coming to some peace ahead of time saying, yes, I'm moving forward with this as it is now. I don't know what the future brings. And I'm okay with whatever it brings. Allows you to more easily, I think, move into kind of those those offshoots on the river because we're not guaranteed anything in life. And I think when we, the, when we can make peace with that, that makes uncertainty not feel as sticky. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We get attached. You say that we didn't like sometimes uncertainty comes without planning. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but I think it, it, I'm going to disagree a little bit because I think it ruins our plans. Even though we may not have planned something, I think it comes in and, and it and it throws a wrench into what our what we thought our future was going to look like. Mm -hmm. we, we really we had this this vision or this idea. Maybe we didn't actively plan it, but it's it's kind of down there on the map or in the planner. Certainly feels planned. Um, but then there's this wrench or something that's outside of our control that kind of alters what our vision of the future is. We can no longer have that vision. Now it's changed, right? We talk about like the, the recession and the layoffs that are happening in some industries. It gets really upsetting because although maybe I didn't like see myself at this company for the next 10 years, I certainly saw myself at this company, you know, through the holidays or, you know, well into my career. And so we have this, this vision of what our lives look like. And then outside of our control, these things come in and they totally, you know, F that up and, and mess that up. And so finding a way through that, um, I think is, is about, Detaching yourself, not from the outcome, but from the vision of the outcome, getting more connected with the feelings that you want to have 
um, on the other side of that. Because that can look like anything, right? There are so many things outside of our control that when we can let go of the the how, how is this going to happen? And we can say, well, why, why, and what do I want to happen? What is the feeling I want to have, right? Um, in my job, in my relationship, right? At my daughter's bat mitzvah, like what is that feeling? Then we, then we kind of empower ourselves um, because those feelings are what we can control. Um, and we get to navigate and figure out all of the rest of that um, with our resources. But I think, too, it's a little bit about unhooking ourselves from that vision of how it's perfectly going to play out sometimes. Well, and, and I'm, I will push back just a titch, just and this is where we're getting in the um, in the weeds of language, which we love to, you and I love to do anyway, because to me, I would never unhook from the vision because the vision is the feeling. And that's what I teach my clients is when we have a vision, we're not tied to the how or the what we're tied to the feeling. And the feeling is the vision because I don't want to necessarily let go of that feeling of how I want to be at my daughter's bat mitzvah at, uh, you know, when I hit a certain level in my business, when I've hit a little level, certain level in my career, when, you know, whenever these things are, I don't want to let go of that feeling. It's the how and the what that I, I want to be able to, to attach from so that I can keep moving forward, even with the unknowns. Because I'm going to go back to, we're not guaranteed anything. We don't know anything about the future. The only thing we know about is the past and right now. And the past is our perception of what happened. It's not like a linear set of facts that everybody agrees on. It's our perception of what happened, which comes with a lot of stories. So really the only real thing is right here in the here and now. And so if we're looking ahead and if we're talking about navigating uncertainty, we call that, I call that living because Everything is uncertain. There is nothing certain to us. And if if we want to go down that road, it's it's then so how do we move ourselves forward if nothing if nothing is certain? <laughs> you can lock yourself in your house and right? Like when when you right? When you think of it that way, it's like, well, now I just completely don't have control over anything. Everything is uncertain and then let's just question the big why do I get up in the morning or we get, we get right but we get to decide that and yes it's a it's somewhat of a nihilistic view but I don't I, I don't think it needs to be I think we can look at it and say nothing is certain so everything is possible and that's where to me that gets exciting because if nothing is certain if everything is uncertain then everything is possible so it's possible that shit will fall apart and like certain things won't happen the way that we might want them to in our lives. It's also possible that things will turn out better than we could ever imagine. And so I, I do, I think it's actually uncertainty is a blessing is is something to be celebrated because I don't want to know what's coming. See, and that can be paralyzing for people, right? right. We can 
we can we can stay here in the present and, and now let's go through all the possible scenarios so that I'm prepared for better or for worse, right? Whatever that looks like, I'm gonna I'm I'm not just gonna play worst case scenario. I'm gonna sit here right now and I'm gonna play best case scenario and I'm gonna scenario the crap out of everything before I even move forward. And so, right, what we're talking about. Um, is like, how do we let go of that and be okay with, I've done my, I've done my best, right, to move myself forward to all, I've used all my resources and everything I know at this moment, I'm fully resourced as I move forward into the next moment or into the next day. And um, whatever happens, happens, but I'm feeling like I'm coming from a good place. My foot's not going to slip back on me and I'm not going to go backwards down the ski hill, um, right? I'm going to move forward in some way because uncertainty can be very, very paralyzing um, for many people, good or bad, um, right? And so allowing yourself to know that, you're, that you do the best that you can with the resources that you have at hand and taking that step. So I lost probably about a decade or more of my life to being paralyzed by uncertainty. The level of anxiety and depression that I, clinical anxiety and depression that I was dealing with because I was terrified of not knowing how to move forward and what decisions were right for me to make and, and, um, and how to make them. There, even just in my career, when people look on paper and they're like, wow, you've done a lot of things. And, you know, I used to hear that with a lot of judgment. And now I'm like, yeah, I've done a lot of different things. You're right. But I, it, it came from that place of being paralyzed, of, of being terrified of making the wrong decision. And my working through it to get to a place where I can now say, I'm excited by the uncertainty because I know that means that things are possible. What happens is when I'm in the throes of planning something that's super important to me and to my family and most importantly to my daughter, like I want this day to be really, really juicy and special for her. It can, that, that terror, that fear can really, I mean, I feel it all the way up to here. It like fills me up. And then I have to lean into this idea of, if it doesn't happen the way that I think it, I want it to, I don't even want to say should, the way that I want it to, what's possible? And I've trained myself that that question means anything is. And that means that something really, really good could be possible. But it took a lot of work, a lot of work for me to get from that place of being terrified of uncertainty to sell this place of celebration. So I do understand firsthand how, how scary it can be. For sure, and I right? also know firsthand you can move through it and get to a place where it doesn't have to be paralyzing. Because also like what you and I are both saying is that like 
We're not saying throw your plans at the window. We're not saying like willy nilly jump into the river with no boat, with no map, with no plan and like hope that you get to the bottom alive without smashing into a rock. Like this isn't what we're saying. We're saying like there are there are plans and there are things that we do to move ourselves, our business, our career, our relationships, our fill in the blank, whatever that is, we plan to move forward in a particular way to the best of our abilities using all of our resources and to to be in a place where maybe it's not initially okay. Maybe it's like, right, like, let's not like, you know, pretend everything's always right great and, and fun and it's always going to work. Sometimes there's that fear, there's that anxiety. Um, and still being able to finish your journey down the river, whatever obstacle comes like, and that's really what we're talking about. Navigating uncertainty is not to just lean in and, and like, woohoo, I don't have to plan anything because nothing's certain. And it's just all going to work out. Cause that's what Kim says. Everything's possible. It's all great. Like that's not what we're saying. We're saying that, you know, to have that plan, to have that outcome, right? That feeling that you really want to bring more of into your, pull it from the future into your today and navigate through some of those bumpy spots. So what are some, I would love to just chat a little bit about when we talk about resources, um, right? To navigate through uncertainty or through a, a wrench in your, in your plan. What are, what are we talking about, Kim? What are we talking about when we say resources? Well, I think some of it is, uh, the resources that we talked about last week, where we do the emotional self-care, right? Where we are caring for ourselves emotionally, um, and mentally and, and even physically so that we can feel a little bit more safe because that uncertainty can definitely leave us feeling unsafe. So we want to resource ourselves in a way, whether that's talking to somebody else, talking with your coach, talking with your therapist, or changing something in your environment, changing something you wear, going for a walk, deep breathing, yoga, whatever those things are to get you to physically feel safe again. Because you like we need to start from that place before we can get back and figure out how to get down this river. So I think it starts there. And then from that place, it is, um, you know, what do you use for your compass? We talk a lot about values and, and, um, and we talk about like, where is that inner GPS? That to me, it's your mission, vision and values, both as a person and as a business. So how do you look at your compass to guide you? And sometimes that guide can, can remind you, this isn't that important. I'm, I'm stressed. I'm up to here because I can't make a decision or this fell through or whatever it is. And when you look at your GPS, you go, that's really not the most important thing that I, that's happening here. I can let this go and it will either resolve itself or it will resolve itself by not existing. I think those are the first two things that I would do. What about for you? What are some of the things? Well, yes. So it's someone in our past has always said, right, like just to to stop. There's so much power in the pause mm -hmm. and to ask yourself, like, is there blood? Right. Um, sometimes or oftentimes we can magnify um, the magnitude 
of the obstacle or the wrench or whatever that looks like. And then sometimes now we're solving for the wrong problem. I call it my snowblower. Um, but we solve for the wrong problem sometimes when we are like in it, in it. And so when we can just take a step back, take a, take a pause and ask ourselves, like, it, first of all, is there blood? Are we okay? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, because we're having some kind of fight, flight, or freeze reaction to something that isn't necessarily dangerous. Could be, but check in, right? You could be in a dangerous um, situation, but check in and then um, resource yourself, right? All that self-care that you do all year long, all the self-care that you do and, and, the, and the emotional work that you do all year long um, comes into play because now you have these other resources, these other emotions, these other, this other knowledge sometimes that exists below the neck mm -hmm. um, that can really be helpful. But it is, so it's kind of that right sizing. What's the real problem? Am I solving for the real problem? Um, and, and pausing for a moment to not just say like, it's not working. So I just got to like jump in and like figure out how to go around it. Maybe it's not an around problem. Maybe it's an over problem or an under problem. But so, so those would be my two things I think is, is kind of right sizing it. Um, and that usually comes after you pause for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that physical check-in and that pause for a moment, I think go hand in hand there because it is like, we have to, we have to recognize. So the pause in the pause, we recognize that we are safe. If we are not safe, we get ourselves to safety. Right. And the getting into our bodies and getting into that, that regrounding ourselves in that way. Um, whether it's our environment, our bodies are talking to somebody else, that ensures us that we are still safe um, so we can tether ourselves back in. Um, and then, you know, yeah, our GPS and, and making sure that we're right-sizing, making sure that it doesn't, that we haven't made this, you know, it's it's not Niagara Falls. <laughs> just Could be, bump. but probably not, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. It's just a little bump. Um, yeah, definitely. Um I love this conversation. You know what I'm super excited about? What are you super excited about? Taking this conversation further and back into the collective. Because that's we love doing that. We have these conversations out in the world, and then we bring them back to the collective and dive even deeper. I, I am super excited about that. That should be fun. Um, if you'd love to join us in the collective and dive deeper in these conversations, we would love to have you. Um, we are still working um, on admitting people to the winter cohort. Um, so join us at yourkickasscareer.com. We'd love to have you. And if you have questions, you can reach out to either one of us on any of these lovely social medias or emails that are below. I think they're below, maybe above. I don't know where they are. They're somewhere near, near this video. <laughs> <laughs> Louise, what's your golden nugget from today? I just like that whole... Um... Well, language is so powerful, right? And that really just just stopping for a moment to say, like, what's the, I'm going to call it purpose. You call it vision. I'm going to call it purpose because vision is something different for me. Um, but what's the, what's the, what's the purpose? Am I still on track um, with that, with a, that bigger, that bigger thing? Um, and there's many ways to get there. So for me, that's kind of that, that golden nugget is just to stay 
um, connected to the to the bigger why to your purpose um, and understand that there are many ways to get there, many ways we haven't even explored yet. Everything's possible. Yeah. How about you, Kim? Um, I really have loved the metaphor that we use today because it feels really appropriate to how we go through life um, and how we can make things feel bigger than they are. Like when we hear the water rushing, we think, oh my gosh, what's coming? And it doesn't absolutely have to be what it is that we think it's going to be. Um, sometimes it's not, it's quite the opposite. And um, so this idea of, of navigating, right, with, which is a navigational term, a seafaring term um, with us going down the river of life. I just really, there was something very um, holistic about that that felt really good in this conversation today. I love the metaphors. I love the metaphors. Um, what are we talking about next week? Do you remember? Next week is our last episode of 2022. I can't believe we're here, kind of. Um, and how long that we've been uh, here doing our podcast. Um, and yeah, we just want to take a moment to uh, pause and reflect because that's what we do. Yeah. So we're going to be wrapping up the year with a bow and um, putting in the year in review out for you for discussion. Um, and we hope that you are here to join us in that conversation. In the meantime, have happy whatever you're celebrating. Happy whatever you're celebrating. <laughs> whatever. Or don't. I don't know. Or I don't. Mean, <laughs> or don't. Just, here's, here's what I really, my wish, my true wish. For those of you who are looking forward to this time of year, I do genuinely hope that you are having wonderful celebrations, that you can find the happiness and joy in what you are doing. And for those that this is a challenging time of year or who just really don't want to get wrapped up in it and it doesn't feel very good, I hope that you can find the peace that you need and um, want that, and have a little bit of that fill you up in a way that feels good. That's what I hope. Beautifully said. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Bye. Take care.